1: head over to my website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. You'll also be able to find the various services that we provide at IVF Australia. So today we're going to talk about endometriosis, talk about what it is, what its effects are, and what we can do about it. The reason I'm talking about it today is I saw a lady in my room's a couple of hours ago who has endometriosis with what's called an endometrioma, a cyst on the ovary caused by the endometriosis and we were discussing what were the best way forward in terms of getting her pregnant and we'll cover that later in this talk. So what is endometriosis? In the uterus the lining of the womb is called the endometrium. The cells that make up the lining of the uterus go through a whole cycle of growth and then loss during the menstrual cycle. So they grow during the early part of the the cycle. They change under the influence of hormones to be receptive to an embryo. And then as those hormone levels fall, when pregnancy doesn't occur, they break down, bleeding occurs, and a period happens. These cells can develop inside the abdominal cavity. So these are cells, and we really don't know where they come from. Some people say it's the ones going backwards. When a period happens, they come backwards through the fallopian tube. It's probably not that, because every woman has a little bit of that backflow, and only some women develop endometriosis. The other theory is that the peritoneum, the lining of the abdominal cavity, has a capacity to change its nature, the cells on change their nature and develop into almost any cell in the body can be replicated. And those endometriosis cells can occur under the influence of the mother's hormones. They attach themselves in various places. The most common is the back of the uterus and down behind the uterus. They can be In the ovaries, they can be in front of the uterus. So they can be everywhere. In fact, they can even spread outside the pelvis, into the lungs and into other organs. So what is the problem with having those cells in those places outside the uterus? Well, they go through the same changes as the lining of the womb. So they also grow under the influence of hormones in the menstrual cycle. And they also undergo changes, just as the cells in the lining of the womb do. And they, when a period comes in the mother, also undergo the same processes of breakdown and therefore bleeding. And when there's bleeding inside the abdominal cavity, it doesn't have anywhere to go. And although it's not big bleeding, we're talking about a few millimetres, that blood acts as an irritant. So it can cause pain. It can cause inflammation, and after inflammation, you can get scar tissue forming, adhesions. And it's probably those adhesions more than anything that cause the problems with endometriosis. So what endometriosis does is cause damage to the various organs in the pelvis. And that damage uh, can lead to pain, it can lead to blockage of the tubes, it can lead to damage of the ovaries. In its mildest form, which is just a few spots of endometriosis that we see on laparoscopy, it probably doesn't affect fertility. And indeed, somewhere up to 15 to 20% of women will have small spots of endometriosis by the time they're in their mid-30s. They rarely cause symptoms and they probably don't interfere with infertility. The moderate form of the disease, however, is associated with infertility, even though structures are not particularly damaged, there is evidence that the environment within the pelvis changes, that there are chemicals released by the inflammatory process that would be a cause for an egg to be of poor quality and perhaps inhibit its capacity to be found in the fallopian tube. And even with IVF, moderate endometriosis, even though we're bypassing that environment, still seems to be a factor in making IVF not work. So when we have failed IVF, we generally do a laparoscopy at some point to make sure there isn't any endometriosis around. And there are studies indicating that removal of moderate to severe endometriosis improves IVF pregnancy rates. With severe disease, which can involve the bowel and the bladder as well as the uterus, fallopian tubes and ovaries. The outlook for natural conception is very poor, even if surgery is done, because the scarring is so significant. Surgery will certainly help the pain, and it certainly has been shown to improve the chances of success with IVF after surgery. But unfortunately, the anatomy will never go back to normal. So what about treatment? Well, treatment really falls into two categories. The first is medical treatment to try and suppress the hormones that drive the endometriosis process. So switching off the menstrual cycle is helpful. And the simplest medication for that is the oral contraceptive pill. It's taken slightly differently from contraception in that We take it continuously. In other words, we don't have a break every month to give you a period because we don't want a period. It's quite safe taking it continuously. We carry on for probably six months. And in about 50% of cases, the pain symptoms will improve and some of the endometriotic deposits will resolve. Another way of suppressing the periods is to take just progesterone, Drugs like Provera or norethisterone taken on a daily basis will suppress the cycle and again for for six months likely to produce improvement in symptoms. Obviously with both those treatments there's no way of getting pregnant so pregnancy is important at an early stage. They're not treatments that one would embark upon. The third medical treatment is a Mirena. So that's the progesterone-releasing intrauterine device. And that's been shown to improve symptoms in women with with endometriosis. Once again, however, it is contraceptive. And the last treatment, which is the most aggressive medical treatment, is to have an injection once a month of a drug that the body thinks is the hormone that's released from the hypothalamus, the brain, to go to the pituitary gland, which is where the hormones that stimulate the ovaries are released. So the drug looks like the natural hormone, but because of the way it's structured it convinces the pituitary gland to stop producing the follicle stimulation hormone if you stop the follicle stimulating hormone you stop estrogen being formed and therefore endometriosis is not stimulated the only problem with that therapy is that it's equivalent to putting a woman in the menopause the estrogen levels are so low that they get hot flushes but in terms of endometriosis improvement and cure, it's the best of the, ther- the the medical therapies that can happen. But once again, while you're having those injections for up to a six-month course, you're not going to get pregnant. The other modality, and I've talked about it already, is surgery. We start off with laparoscopy just to have a look and see. So anybody with symptoms should have a laparoscopy so that small deposits, if they're there, can be removed so they don't go on and larger deposits will be removed to improve fertility. The surgery generally requires, particularly for moderate and severe disease, a laparoscopic surgeon, keyhole surgeon, who is experienced. Often the deposits are on the side walls of the pelvis and the structures underneath them are very delicate the ureter which carries the urine from the kidney to the bladder can easily be damaged big blood vessels also lie very close to where endometriotic deposits occur and to do the job properly you need someone who is capable of removing those without damage to the underlying tissues surgeons who have been through the australian gynecological endosurgery training program are the people to look for Ask them whether they've done an ages course or an ages fellowship, even better, because that's two years of training to become expert in that field. Almost every fertility clinic has somebody who's been through that type of program. Many generalists will suggest they are good at it, but unless they are doing it very regularly and have been doing it regularly for years, I'm afraid their level of experience is not the same as an ages trained person. I'm not such a person, and I refer them on to my colleagues here in my clinic. Unfortunately, whatever we do, it is rare for endometriosis to be cured. The small group of cells that we are unable to remove do continue to grow and spread. And so, although surgery may occur, medical treatment may be done, and things get better, it is quite common for recurrence to happen and the only true end point potentially is menopause now that could be natural at around 48 to 51 or unnatural <laughs> artificially done by doing a hysterectomy and taking out the ovaries at times with severe disease with severe symptoms we do have to resort to hysterectomy with removal of the ovaries even at a young age
0: You can also ask questions by contacting Dr Chapman's rooms on 1800 111 483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au